AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Ready to get your glitter on? Then head to Worlds of Fun Grand Carnival from July 23rd through August 7th for a larger-than-life shimmering celebration. Join the spectacle of color, a dazzling parade of floats, performers, music, and beads that sweeps across the park. And take your taste buds on a world tour while dancing to music after dark. Save over 45% with the Carnival Bundle, which includes admission, parking, and three food tastings. Only at worldsoffun.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Uh, it's episode Amsterdam of the Fighting Crop Podcast, and um, I'm here with Big David Alfie Ward. How you doing? You're right. No, I'm not all right. No, <laughs> no, I'm not all right. You thought I was dead for a long time, didn't you? Uh, I actually thought he was dead. He wasn't responding to anything. Nothing was getting delivered on WhatsApp. Last time I saw Flav, he was slumped in a chair, not responding. Where? Outside the bar that we watched the game in. That was the last time I saw you. And then me and Carl Donnelly went to get a shitload of cans. 
and uh, when we came back, you were you, uh, you, uh, you could have been in the canal. I don't know. I don't know yeah, I'd gone. Uh, do you know? I've got loads of messages of people saying, "Are you all right? Are you safe? Are you are you alive?" Um, and it might have been something that I tweeted earlier on in the day where I got these high Hawaiian mushrooms, and I went early. It was like eleven thirty, and um, had a great time. Uh, and come back round, and the rest of my night was fine. So there was nothing apart, of, uh, nothing about my actions that would have resulted in me being in any kind of unsafe way. But maybe <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. No, no, you, we, me and Carl Donnelly said to you, don't take that many mushrooms. Like, why are you taking it before the game? He's yeah. like, no, I'm fine. Get them in my mouth. I'm fine. And then you took some more at some point because oh, yeah. you asked me for my beer to wash them down. Yeah, because they're getting stuck in my teeth. And that. <laughs> Um, what a night like, actually before we come on to what, Spurs are in the Champions League final day I don't think it's sunk in it still. hasn't no it hasn't do you know like, it just doesn't seem real I, um, I, I was watching I got into this room that I'm sitting in currently and we'll come on to that but I, I'm, I'm, we're in this we're in the worst hotel room I've ever seen and somehow I ended up here I, I'll explain in a second but when I got here, just to kind of cheer myself up, I started watching some of the reaction videos that have been going around. Because what happened was there was lots of people on that were watching it on streams, okay? And their sibling, their, their their partners or their their brothers, the score came up on their phones. They knew that Spurs had scored, and the streams are always minute or so, yeah, yeah minute or so yeah. behind. So they start recording people, and obviously their attention's on the game. And so there's these lo- loads of these videos that have caught the reaction as the ball went in and I'm sitting here and get, bearing in mind Dave obviously yesterday was a, an emotional roller coaster. I'm sitting here in this dingy little fucking hotel room and literally see it's like 7 foot by 7 foot if that um, oh, it's horrendous it is horrendous <laughs> you don't feel comfortable even being no here, no, no like I'm having to sit on the edge of the bed and I'm <laughs> on the top of flab basically do you, do you want to sit on this chair no 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 it's fine um and I started watching videos of these people going crazy, like exploding emotion. And I started blubbing. I was sitting here in front of this desk, cry, like literally four hours ago, crying my eyes out, watching people celebrate Spurs, scoring literally the last kick of the game to take us through to the Champions League final. Even that sentence there, like scoring with the last kick of the game, that doesn't happen to Spurs. No. That doesn't, that's, that's not us. That's not the Spurs we grew up watching. So that's why I think it's it's, it's harder to to sink in. But I, I broke. You don't remember this because we spoke about it earlier. When Mora scored that third goal, I celebrated, and then about thirty seconds after celebrating, I, I broke down into tears. Yeah, I broke. I was on my knees, and I broke down into tears. And you actually picked me up in the most Spurs way possible and went, "Not yet, not yet, not yet." So, so I don't remember this at yeah. all. What, what, what? Why was I saying that? Like, because it's not done. Because it's not done. Right. It's not over yet. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've because seen, I def- was... so I definitely I remember that crossing my mind about it being like I thought we'd won it absolutely, but obviously there was a chance they actually had three or four minutes after we scored. Yeah. That they, for some reason I don't know whether the ref got the time from, but um, I mean the goal went in pretty much on the five minutes. Yeah. So I think if that board gone wide, it would have blown the whistle. Yeah. So where, a, well, I guess acceleration. Yeah, the celebra- but I'm saying the, the the time was already up. Yeah. So the celebration was in added time on added time, so yeah. it doesn't shouldn't really count. And they had a throw in. I remember they had a throw in pretty close, and then Sun Towards, not so, booting it out. I remember that clearly. And you saying, 
Put your foot behind it, you fucking cunt. Um, yeah. That, that was his son. It was son. He didn't boot it out. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I think ninety percent sure. No, it's, it's definitely a Mella. He carried it. Someone and he lost the ball. He lost the ball. It was a, it's a blur, isn't it? But, yeah. And then we just all spilled out onto the street. Let's start from the beginning. Right. Day. Let, let's. So um, obviously a joyous day in Amsterdam. Amsterdam. It was great. In my in my opinion, great city. It's, it's a it's a beautiful city, and I think it's very underestimated. I think a lot of people see one side of Amsterdam and they think it's um, CD, yeah. CD and and I think that that's not what Amsterdam's about if you come here it's, it's a beautiful city but it was a great day me and Carl did the comedy which oh, was yeah. How did you sold out and thank you for everybody that came um, a few few walk-ins as well and they were great and and the great thing about that is, is, is there was a guy um, especially I remember he lives in Amsterdam American guy sports Tottenham uh, Cooper his name was and uh, he came on his own but he he left with a group of people. Amazing, and that's that. that I don't know, it's no, not cheesy no, or no, what, that, but why? That's not that ain't cheesy at all. But it just made you know it made me happy because then he was you know no one really had a ticket, so he would I presume stay with them all all night and yeah. and had somebody to kind of share, sh- share that moment with. Yeah. You know? So we we were in a, a bar in an Irish bar. Actually, it wasn't even an Irish bar. It's just like a typical uh, Amsterdam bar, and just to kind of get your head around these places, there's, there's I think they're called brown pubs. And there are loads of them throughout the city, and they're small. They're usually on the corner of a street, and they might have twenty chairs in there, pool table, dartboard, that that kind of thing. They're like English pubs, but they're tiny. Yeah. Um, so we ended up in one of those pretty early, and within about ten minutes of being there, this geezer came in with three grand, put it down on the bar, and in exchange for that, he got two tickets. And I was watching. I was like. Like you hear these stories about tickets exchanging hands for silly money, and I saw it with my own eyes, and I was like, "Fuck me!" Like, it, like there was two things. One, look, I've got issues with supporters ripping each other off, right? But another thing is that it struck me at that point how massive this game was. So I kind of, I sort of meandered into this this game without thinking about it too much. I think maybe because we were underdogs. I think we all did. Didn't expect actually, much. like, like I said, like all of it. The City result, this doesn't happen to Tottenham and especially, this is the biggest game of my generation. And my, yeah, and yours. My, well, yeah, yeah. My, my dad said, in, 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 like, he, he saw 61, but because we saw 84. He saw 84? Well, you saw 84. No, I didn't see 84. Well, he saw 84, he was in the stadium, yeah. right? But we we were great in 61. We were, you know we won the league, we got to the, you know, the semi-finals of the Champions League, we were great and we were expectant. What's different about this and what my dad said is, We've got to the Champions League final by not being anywhere nearly, you know, in, on paper the best team in it. Yeah. But we're there, and he said that result was the best result in his whatever it is, like fifty years of supporting Spurs. It's, it's incredible. It and really... we've we've witnessed that. Everybody's watching watching it last night. Witnessed the the greatest result in our history. It will be something we, whatever happens on the first of June. Not even thinking about it. Yeah. Exactly. But we will talk about that result last night. We'll tell our grandkids about it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And and just to to be around, and it it was to be around people that you 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 cherish and you 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 love. And I was with my Tottenham friends, and just going absolutely crazy. And, and Kayvon was there, and Carl, and, mm. and and you and your brothers, which I've met a few times. It was just it's incredible. It was it? an incredible feeling, and we all spilled out onto the street after the the, the whistle went and. Just you know when you're just hugging strangers, yeah. just embracing. Just like, it, just, it didn't. It felt like 
Surreal. Surreal. It didn't feel real. It felt like an out-of-body experience. So we're going to come on to individual performances and, and all that kind of stuff, but I want to talk about the the, the moment in the fifth minute when Delict scored that header. Trippier lost his man or, or weren't tracking properly, and Delict had pretty much a free header. They go 1-0 up, and from that point you're thinking... This is going to be f- not only it's going to be near on impossible at that point. It felt like that. I was trying to be positive at that point because I knew, regardless of them scoring that first goal, we had, to, we had to score two. Yeah. So I was still kind of like, it's not ideal, but we still got to score two. It was the second goal that went in that broke me. Yeah, Zicek. Mate, that geezer is mustard. He's good. Everyone's we're linked with him, apparently. I'd love him. Well, I don't know how much he'd cost, but if you think that they're star players, De Ligt, Van der Beek, uh, De Jong. De Jong. You know, those are the players that people are talking about. And he was, in both legs, stand out, I, I thought. Yeah, he And he scores good. that second goal. Beautiful goal as well. Technique. And you're like, at what point? Uh, that, that, it what, broke me. Yeah. Emotionally, like, I just, I, it, I felt like, Everything had gone out of me. I was drained um, from... I went for a walk about three or four minutes before the first half ended. Because, and I, I almost didn't come back because I, I was just broke. I was a broken man. Mm. I was walking around Amsterdam thinking, why do I give so much? So much energy, so much passion and I don't get it back <laughs> well you do you have yeah I, okay but, but I understand I, in that you, moment in that moment yeah I understand yeah and um, and I, I was I was considering not coming back and I but I did because you know you always do Got you, you yeah. always do yeah and even when that first goal went in I didn't celebrate as massively as I probably should have but, because but, I was still thinking yeah you know, it's it's too much to ask. Oh, yeah, yeah. But so before that, before that, so we got just staying back with half time, right? So we were in this pub opposite the. If you've been to Ab- Carl, told me you left to go to a bit of a quieter pub to dissect the first half almost. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. So I, I wasn't oh, following. Didn't go, yeah. Well, no, no. I just thought, no, I'm gonna get back in there and just get through this. So at half time, we were kind of like we were broken. We're on our knees. We're three 0 down on aggregate. They've got the away goal. Like how how like, the, like even Gary Lineker at half time on BT was saying like this if they if they somehow get it back and there was no signs of that we would actually I would I was saying to I think it was Cave I think it was saying to you as well is despite us losing we were playing really well passing it out from the back they were pressing like really aggressively but we kept finding opportunities on the break and while we never created huge amounts when we got into that final third the actual passing and the positioning. Uh, when we had the ball under pressure was really good there was really positive signs there um, so I did I harboured a glimmer of hope but I can't say that I thought that, that we were going to get anything from it and at half time I was outside and I was I was talking to my brother Ab, and he was just like he always said the same things it's like why can't it just work out for us yeah. why can't it just work out just once uh, and then he said to me alright let's just go back in and get through this and then we started playing. This, this, yeah, we started happens. fucking playing, Dave. We, we, like you said, we was always playing well. We played it out of the back. But I'm the most optimistic Spurs fan. We all have that Spurs fan in us as well. That, like, you know, if if, if you're you're two one down with four minutes ago, you think we could come back and win this somehow. Yeah. Because you you always believe that. But there was, I will, I'm not ashamed to say there was none of it after two 0 that I believed. Yeah. That we would come back and win that game. Nah. Because we, you know, we, although we was playing well, I just didn't see us 
scoring three goals at that point. No, no, no one did. No, but yeah, but like, like what I'm trying to say is that there's a part of me that sometimes always thinks, yeah, we can do this. You know, because even if it's just dreaming, yeah, you hold on. But to not it. even my dreams were dreaming that. Yeah, and it was fucking happened, didn't it? So we uh, Rose picked the ball up in the left back position, and he nutmegged their forward. I think it no, was. No, it was a uh, delete. He nutmegged delete. So what Rose did. Right. I think they were, we were on the break, or, break. Okay. so he was a bit further up the pitch right right so he, he so that, that nutmeg and, you, and often in that position you think just like knock it long but because he showed the bravery and skill to, to believe in himself and self belief to make him we were suddenly it went from a nothing situation to we're on the break and uh, we broke away I think it was played long into Oh man, it's so difficult to remember, but Ali, Ali picked it up. Ali picked it up, and, and I he think did, he took a heavy touch, didn't he? He definitely took a heavy yeah, touch. Yeah, he didn't he, he cut it, inside, yeah, yeah. but he did enough to throw the defender off. And Mora gambled massively, picked the ball up, and just slotted it in. And as you said, the the, the celebrations in the bar we were in. We're in if you know Amsterdam, there's a bar called the Grasshopper, and across there is like the Hima. Something like Hefa. that. Heifer. Heifer, Heifer. <laughs> this is the problem we had yesterday when I was trying to meet up with Flavius. He's going, I'm in the Hima. <laughs> and I was Googling it. I was like, I can't find that. And he was like, come outside. And I was like, I can't find it. And then, <laughs> and well, then it was the Heifer. The Heifer, right. Hefa. So we were in the Heifer and it was it was rammed with Spurs. Like, yeah. like wall to wall. It was a proper sports bar though because it had, it was like an American style sports bar with about a million screens. Yes. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, everyone's and, that was great. So you know, you weren't all kind of crowded trying to watch a, a screen through heads. And, but there, it was. It was rap. It was. Oh, uh, you couldn't move. Unsafe. Probably. Oh, it probably was. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we scored. And the celebrations are they were jubilant, but not to the point where you thought, "All right, this isn't real belief. This is a consolidation." I was thinking, "We've got an away goal. We've proven ourselves that we can compete at this level. Let's just keep it safe." Four minutes later. Kayvon said to me when that first goal went in, I was like pumping the air, but like not fully going for it. And he said, believe. And I said, I, just, I don't think I can. Yeah. And then four minutes later, he, he scores. What is a fantastic... I've looked at that goal a few times. At uh, first, it's a great save. I don't think Lorente could do much more than, than get it on target. And he's, he's the keeper made himself... So you're big. talking about the second goal? Second goal. Right. Yeah. So it's a great save. I don't think you can't... I mean, Lorente changed the game. Absolutely. And... Um, but Mora had so much to do when he he had his back to goal first of all he had about three players to beat and just quick footwork and then he had one and he had one place to put that yeah that was all he could because there was men on the line there was players in front of him and he put it in the one place he could yeah and uh, then then I then I believe that was 56 that was 56 so we had enough time more than enough time but I, I did I think when the 80s hit I was thinking maybe it's not going to happen and then when Batongan hit the bar. post I mean it was tipped onto the bar oh that's right from the goalkeeper eight, I thought that was it so that was our big opportunity towards the game and like you say I'd fucking stop here two seconds sorry sorry got interrupted there yeah um, Flam had a little radio phone call didn't he Sometimes he's got to go on the radio, hasn't he? Colin, it? His best mate, Colin Murray, now. No, it wasn't that. It was something else. I don't was think, it? I don't, I don't know what's... Yeah, it'll get so many radio requests. Oh, no, 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 no. Here he is. <laughs> uh, what we did show me before we start recording again, Dave, was Danny Rose's interview. Yeah, I just saw that on when I was waiting for Flav. I, I just saw it on Twitter. Um, Actually, let's play it. 
Get it up. So you got it on your phone, yes. So <laughs> listen to this. You know, seeing people's comments like Rude Hullet after the first game and how rude he was. Um, you know, it's nice that we, uh, you know, we, we fought back tonight and uh, hopefully shut him up. What did he say? You know, he was very critical of you know individual players and saying how bad we were technically and uh, you know he's bang out of order for that. So you know that was that was fuel to the fire and. Uh, I hope he eats his words after tonight. How's that? How do you feel? I just... I, you don't hear players talk like that. The thing about Danny Rose is it constantly surprises me. He constantly surprises me how much I love him. and I, He's all of us. Even last night, you see the picture of him having a beer. On the yeah. Beer. Like, he's got a beer in his hand. But he is one of us. Yeah. Like, you know, whoever... And, and say, so with, with Danny Rose, he had no affiliation to Tottenham before he signed. No. And... We've we've spoke about this on the pod before, where he he does come across like it's a career, and he but he's he obviously loves playing football, he loves winning, and and he obviously like us when we see interviews like that, when we see biased interviews or or bullshit pundits that say some bullshit opinion, it winds us up, it, it gets to us, it yeah. gets our back up, and you very rarely find out like that that it, it get also gets the players backs up Yeah. and Danny Rose I don't know if he just he, he's the kind of guy that would fuck off media trading because yeah. he don't want you know doesn't have social media yeah, yeah he doesn't have social media so why does he want to go G- so, so G- when gives interviews are going to get him in trouble exactly so when wrong. someone puts a microphone in his face it will tell the truth yeah yeah and it's like I know he isn't the player that that partnered Walker down the wings you know that isn't the Danny Rose we've got now, but he's still the player that gives everything all the time, and he seems to give a fuck. Even if like if something's going on in the club that he doesn't agree with, and we saw that with the interview with his son, doesn't agree with it, but he, he comes back into the team, repairs his relationship with Pochettino, and gives his all, and that means as much. His value, his value on the pitch is as much about his effort as it is about his skill as a, as a footballer and he definitely has skill as a footballer like we started the goal that got us back in this game by nutmegging the lick as we just talked about yeah. so it, it's, so if you add an actual uh, ability as a footballer an attitude on the pitch to drive the team forward and the willingness to speak his own mind it's just a chemistry for a, a football fan to fall in love with just and also yeah everything even on the opening day of the new stadium when he gave that opera singer that look yeah but he's he's us yeah he's like he betrays us as a supporter mm. whether he's a supporter or not that's I, I don't know but he when he speaks to the media says stuff that we say amongst mates yeah and he gave that opera singer a look like we would fucking what the fuck is going on here well, and the thing is he doesn't, he, just, he doesn't even need to mention Rude Hullet like Rude Hullet's a weird mention <laughs> at this stage after we just knocked him out yeah. he was like yeah, I just I feel like I want to say something. Rude, it's a prick. It's essentially, <laughs> just, and he's harboured that <laughs> over the last couple of weeks. And because we've somehow managed to turn this game around, he uh, he, he felt right now I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's, it was. It's very good. It was great. It was great. Um, so yeah, the final goal. So let, let let's talk through um, the the fact that we we got everything we deserved, but. More importantly, that moment where the ball went in, because it was ninety-five minutes. We, we talked about the the additional time, but can you describe what you felt as that ball went? Can you describe the moment that the the, the, the ball went in? 
I, I remember. Do you remember it? It, it? it feels like a vague memory, which is so strange. It's very hard to explain. But it it hit the net. I remember seeing it. For me, it, it didn't. It looked like it trickled over the line. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, I mean, but it, I think it, 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 it wasn't like slow, rifle, no, no, it wasn't. It was placed very well. It was a great finish, considering the the the, the pressure he must have been under, and you know, at the, the moment. But it, it 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 felt like it was in slow motion. It hit the net, and I remember just exploding. Exploding. <laughs> it's Dave, so if someone had said, said to you at the start of the season that Lucas Moura will score a hat trick away from home in the Champions League semi final. Kane would have been injured. Winks would have been out. Uh, we would have been three 0 down at half time, and Lucas Moura would score a second half hat trick to take us through to the Champions League final. Day. It's like you could have said that to me three days ago, two days ago, yeah, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I still wouldn't have believed it. <laughs> I actually, um, I, this is how much I fucking don't know about football because I was moaning a bit about the Bournemouth game because Mora could have had a couple of goals in the first half of that game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I was moaning about his, his finishing. Has he got it? Has he got it? And bearing in mind, Dave, we haven't scored a goal in four games. We haven't scored a fucking goal. Do you know what goal. I saw? Somebody tweeted me um, and said, uh, they tweeted out, they didn't tweet me, they, they said, um, in the whole tie over two legs, we led for two minutes, 57 seconds. Fuck. <laughs> That's, that's over 180 minutes. Fuck me, that is <laughs> mental. That is crazy. Uh, pff, look, look, let, let's let's just take a moment to, to 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 appreciate how far we've come in this competition. So, in the group stages, at what point did you think it was over? Two two away at PSV. I thought it was over when Inter Milan scored in the first game. Well, in the last minute in the last minute yeah. and the reason why I thought that is because Inter Milan got that win it meant that we had to get something in Barcelona I didn't know at that time that we would draw to PSV right because yeah. you think you, well if Inter Milan had beaten us home they've got PSV to play uh, sorry yeah PSV to play and then Barcelona as well so you think if Barcelona are going to beat everybody all PSV have to do is draw at Tottenham or, or, or yeah. uh, win both their games against PSV and it puts us in they've got nine points then because it was in a really difficult situation so I thought fuck that's, that's it that's, that's done so from going to that point to beat, uh, get it, like what we're getting beat smashed by Barcelona at, at Wembley getting um, horrible draw at PSV away yeah that's that's one I thought because that was match day three and that's one point from three games and we somehow managed to get through the group on eight points that's rare I, I was saying yesterday to your brothers, um, just that looking back at the whole run of, of being written off, having one point in, in 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 three games, eight points overall to progress, and then getting Dortmund, who was top of the Bundesliga at the time, flying, flying. and you know tonking them, yeah, and then getting City, which was probably the worst possible draw for me. I looked at that and I thought, I'll anyone, take I'll take anyone but City, anyone but City. Beating them, it just feels like, and I don't want to say it. Uh, that touch, we, there's no woodenness because there's, there's that, zero quality in this room. I'm not going to say it, but we all know. I so let's look ahead. Um, at, um, fuck. So we. This is how I feel at the moment, and I said it before the Ajax game, and I say it now. 
I, my estimation was Ajax had already beaten two Goliaths and would perhaps underestimate Tottenham. I don't know if they did under, underestimate us. They played very well. They looked like they were on the top of their game. Yeah. But I think they came up against a team that was too strong for them, ultimately. When we got our tactics right, our power and our desire outweighed their technical ability. And no doubt, on the ball, I think they have better technical players than um, us. I'm not going to lie. I think Moussa Soko is the best player I've ever lived. He's got to be he's got to be player of the season. Isn't he? <laughs> no, so it's like, I know there was an argument for Son, but he's been sent off and he didn't play well uh, against against the Ajax. Uh, there's an argument for Vertonghen. Yeah, no, Moussa Soko is, is our player of the season. And for, we gave many reasons in the last pod, uh, the other podcast that we did when we were talking about Sissoko, but he single-handedly was the he was the reason why that get, that that tie changed in the, in the first half in the first tie and in his second half performance where he dominated yeah yeah 100% he just outpowered him and the great thing about Masoko is, is Masoko 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 that's like it that. that's yeah, it Masoko um, is he he knows where his ability lies and he knows his boundaries doesn't he and that's, and, and, and that's where his strength comes from yeah and, and, and he's like rock hard abs and, and, <laughs> and body so did you see his tweet after the game uh, was it dressing room stuff no it was um, it, it was impossible so we did it something that actually no, I fucked it up it's, it was much better than that it was better than that it, it, it's um, he he's he just he, fuck man I can't believe we're freezing the Champions League final no I just everything what, so, do you feel like we're going to go on and lift the whole fucking thing do, like right now do you feel like that's going to happen like, like I just said uh, I'm touching wood that looks like wood yeah um, that's wood it just feels like something's written in the stars. It just it, it, everything. This is like a fucking the story, a Hollywood story. It is, yeah, it is. And do you think there is a risk of Liverpool overestimating us? I, I so this is what Sissoko said. It was impossible, so we did it. That's exactly that, what he said. Yeah. Is it? Oh, fuck that up there. But I'm hanging, That's mate. A drunk. I'm just glad you're not Des. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, last night I, I broke down in tears various times, and I went then I went back to the uh, hotel, Carl's hotel room because I bought thirty six cans earlier in the day. Good, because I was staying across the road from a Lidl and they were like fifty cents <laughs> a can. So I was like, well, in the city centre they're going to rip us off, isn't they? Yeah. So I went, I'll buy thirty six of them. That's a good plan. Yeah. So I had these two bags for lives. And me and Carl met met near the bus. We dropped them at his hotel, and we said we'll come back for them later, and then. We didn't, and then after the game, I said, "Carl, we've got to go get them cans." Yeah, and they said, "Oh, yeah, can't be bothered." I said, "Let's go get the cans," and we'll head down to the square because you were dead in the chair somewhere. Mm. I was like talking to you, I was like hugging you and talking in your ear, just hoping it was getting in there. I heard you, but it was like it, looked, it was like when someone has a, a, a coma or something like that, and you talk to them, and you think, "I don't know if they're getting this or not, but I hope they are." Yeah. That's exactly. I was in your ear, like. Fuck it! I, I can't remember what I said. We've done it. Yeah, we've done can't it. Can't believe. It. I, 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 I had it. I had a lot. I had a lot. I had it a lot. I just, I, I couldn't bring it in. I couldn't. I just, I, I've never ever been unable to understand what I've just witnessed, as I was last night. Yeah, no, it was. It just unreal. So I, we and Carl went to get these cans, and then we were trying to get a cat back to the square. We couldn't. So I, I, I just said to Carl, "I'm wearing a gypsy." So I just walked with these cans and I was just handing them out to supporters on the street. What, in uh, Amsterdam Square? Like just, well, actually on the way to the square as well. But any, any football fans you saw? Anyone I saw, Ajax fans? You want a can, boys? Yeah, we're a football? 
thank you. And they said, you know, what can you do? Last minute goal. Good luck. And uh, good luck and all that. And I think they'll support us in the final now. Because mm. I did that thing for BT Sport with an Ajax fan and. Um, and we both said whoever goes through will support the absolutely. final. Yeah, absolutely. And it was always going to be that way. And I hope it hasn't damaged our relationship. There was, there was a, and there weren't that much trouble actually last night. A few idiot Spurs fans climbing on cars. Yeah. Which was a bit stupid. But your emotions just get... It does. It, it gets to you, doesn't it? I've read some bits. It, did, it has... It, it was, there was some trouble. Uh, but, you know, Dutch teams are notorious for their... Um, Adaptation well, of me and Carwin was on our way to the hotel, saw a load of Dutch boys that looked like they were looking for a fight. Yeah, and then you know, fucking hell, what happens is football. It's not a problem. You know, it's what it is. What it is. No. Um, but it does throw the spanner in the works somewhat about our documentary that we we're making. So part of the reason I was in Amsterdam is to produce this documentary about the, the kinship between Ajax and and Tottenham. And it's quite hard to have that conversation a day after you've just stuffed them. He said no one's picking up the phone to him now. Yeah, yeah, so we've got to change. I, I think we'll, we'll, we probably will make a conversation about the the, the, the game. Itself. I don't know what we're Why don't we just get on it? What? Just, just now? Well, well, after this we're getting on. I've got, got a show and then we're going to go watch Arsenal lose, aren't we? Oh, mate, gonna do, oh fuck me. We've just been at a pub as well. Uh. I went on a boat trip. But I got I got me and Flav tickets to do a canal tour because I thought, do you know what you're here? You got to do something cultured, apart from eating mushrooms. And um, and he didn't make it because he was dead. Yeah. And um, so I told they asked me why I had two tickets and only one person. And I told the whole boat this whole story about last night and what it meant to us. And last time I saw Flav kind of dribbling in a chair somewhere. And uh, they didn't believe that Flav was a person, so I had to FaceTime, <laughs> and the whole boat was cheering. Hey! <laughs> and then two of the people came for a beer with me and Flav after what, just what now. Uh, Chris and Rebecca, a couple go. of Americans, but Chris supported Spurs. Yeah, he did. I don't think he was like hardcore, but that's the team he supported in, in the Premier League, and so it was nice. Yeah, he looks a bit like Flav. Dave, he looked like it. Dave. We're going to the, we're going to we're going to Madrid Champions. League yeah, we're going to Madrid Champions League final. I ain't doing a show this time, man. Fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that. I think that's the end. I, I think you can. We've hear done about it. half hour. You can hear. Uh, no more hour. than that. It must be more than. That. I think you can hear from our voices that we're um, on the, the wrong end of an arse kicking. We um, of, um, need a beer. I think. Yeah, Listen, I love beer. you all. Love you all, listeners. Everyone that tweeted me. Everyone out there. And you know what? We've supported Spurs through a lot of shit. So 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 soak soak that. In and, and if, if we that was for you, it was for us, it was all for all of us. If we if we do lift the Champions League, Arsenal fans could never say anything to us ever again, ever. That doesn't matter, like what they've, what they've done in the past. Doesn't matter how many trophies they've won. Doesn't matter how many times they've finished above us in the league. Doesn't matter about their recent history. If we win the Champions League, there is literally nothing they can ever say ever again. Imagine going to the Emirates and singing Champions, Champions of Europe. Europe. You'll never sing that. Pooh. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. 
Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. How personalized can a financial plan be when it's created by one of those robo-advisors? Plugging in standard algorithm to calculate insurance need and future wealth of random human client. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting to know you always comes first. Together, we'll create a financial plan based on your specific goals. Find a local Farm Bureau advisor at fbfs.com protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.